Horton Abbey was one of those private schools so old that it was called a public school because it had been founded back when the idea of sending your kids away to be taught instead of paying for teachers to come to your kids had seemed terribly, terribly common. Paris's years there had been by far the worst of his life, and while he was sure the crew and contestants of Bake Expectations would be at least 20% less sociopathic than English public schoolboys, he was getting that same I hope they'll like me, they won't like me, will they? feeling that had crept up on him every time he'd been introduced to a new social situation. At least every time since he'd first looked on the gabled cloisters of Horton. He sometimes remembered being different before. Trying not to overgloom, Paris trudged his way up the long path to the house and, to his surprise, found his mood lifting. He'd been a fan of the show since, well, since school, and as awful as the other boys had been, as little common ground as they had shared in every other aspect of their lives, everybody loved bake expectations. They'd gather in the common room on a Tuesday evening and watch the new episode, and for a while Paris would feel like he belonged, at least until they went back to their rooms and the other boys started yammering on enthusiastically about which of the contestants they'd most like to have sex with, despite, Paris belatedly realised, being children and knowing about as little about sex as they did about baking. So Patchley House felt, not like home exactly, but ephemerally familiar, like a place he'd seen in a dream, or a person that you've heard so many other people talk about that you forget you've never met them. He'd never seen it like this, of course, with the camera operators moving around in some dance whose steps he didn't know. In Paris's experience, that was all dances. With crew swarming everywhere, pointing at things and shouting instructions that Paris couldn't help but think were meant for him, even when they couldn't be. Paris Dallancourt? asked a small, friendly-looking man with a clipboard. Yes. That was, Paris suspected, the only question he'd be confident answering that day. Colin, Colin Thrimp, and it's lovely to see you so early. He smiled at Paris with what seemed genuine relief. The other contestants are just coming up from breakfast, and Jennifer will be starting the briefing as soon as everybody's together. Can you find the ballroom yourself? Paris said that he could out of a kind of reflex, but realised after he'd said it that he actually could. A pair of vast glass panelled doors led direct from the ballroom to the gardens at the rear of the house, and for the past six years, Paris had watched contestants walk apprehensively through them at the start of the series and triumphantly out of them at the end. And although he was still in the apprehensive phase and triumph was a fairly alien emotion to him, he felt confident that he could at least find his way through a big hole in a wall into one of the most famous rooms on British television. So he skirted the house, found the doors and, having reassured at least three members of the production crew that yes, he was a contestant and no, he wasn't a tourist, made his way into the ballroom. It had always been a bit incongruous now he thought about it, people doing something so homey in a setting so unsuited for it, but that had been part of the magic of the show. Besides, it was an orderly incongruity. 
Everybody had their own special workstation, arranged in its own special place, and there was something comforting about that. It was, Paris thought, part of what he found comforting about cooking in general. 